and welcome to the iCrush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. In this episode, I chat with my buddy, the king of parties, Mr. Chase Colston. We recorded this at the end of last year, and I think it's a perfect time to post since his company just announced three separate shows for 2022. You're not going to want to miss those shows, I guarantee you. Well, we chat about how it all got started. We talk about some of the backstage cool stuff, and we get a bit personal. This is a story of perseverance and passion, strong friendship, dreaming big and going after it. Chase is such a talented young man with a, with a huge heart, and he's helping so many folks build and grow their brands, all while throwing a hell of a party. You're not going to want to miss this one. This is Chase Colston. Welcome to the show. Today I have the king of, of parties, Chase of Double Tap Entertainment. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's up, dude? Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. It's been I, a month. I, and that's too long. <laughs> I know, right? Jeez, uh, um, we've we've been partying together for the past couple of months, right? So uh, I know my liver hasn't quite recovered yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you went to Arizona too, and you probably had a few yeah. cold ones out there too. Uh, a, a few is to uh, is putting it lightly, man. So it at. Three days after doing a show and then playing golf for four days really uh, really knows how to test your uh, your liver's ability to process uh, <laughs> beer, for sure. There you go. Well, thanks again for, for hopping on. Um, man, so for, for folks that don't know, Chase Colson is, uh, has just had his inaugural event out at Salina, Texas called Troubadour Festival. And it was incredible. I had great pleasure of of going out there. And we're talking barbecue, cold beer, great music. Um, I mean, just everything you could ask for. So wanted to have him on the show uh, to get to know him a little bit better and uh, and kind of go through, uh, through all of this cool adventure that uh, he's been going on. So, Chase, if you would, kind of do us a quick intro, who you are and uh, uh, where you're from. Yeah, uh, so I am in Tyler, Texas, so I live about 90 miles east of Dallas, and uh, my business partner and best friend of, of more than 30 years, uh, uh, we were born and raised here and uh, grew up together, graduated together, uh, you know, have, have done a lot of, uh, shared a lot of life's big moments together, and um, and he lives in McKinney right now, and, and which is not far from where we had our first show in Salina, um, but to take you back a few years, uh, I started in the event business a little over eight years ago when I created uh, Red Dirt Barbecue Music Festival in Tyler, Texas. Um, and I did that for uh, for six years. And uh, this uh, little pandemic came along and uh, decided to, you know, interrupt the lives of pretty much everybody. And it, it did so in the world of live events in, in the situation that uh, uh, they just became non-existent. Uh, so as a result of that, I was, I was furloughed from my job and eventually uh, laid off. Um, you know, completely uh, earlier this year, and um, you know, throughout throughout this process, my my business partner and I had, uh, you know, we always keep up, and we just talked, and you know, and he would ask for updates and job situations and things like that, and and over over time, you know, it started to kind of turn into a, you know, a what if 
conversation if if we decided to to do this on our own and um that process kind of accelerated after i lost my job back in uh, uh back in march and uh, as of uh, i think may 15th or may 12th something like that uh double tap entertainment uh was officially created and uh we we launched ourselves to our own company and um you know a a partnership to create Troubadour Festival, which basically takes the idea, uh, the best in Texas barbecue and the best in Texas red dirt music and smashing them together and, you know, and throwing a big party for folks. And uh, we got to see that come to fruition last month, like you said, in Salina. And it was, uh, it was my first show in two and a half years. And it was, it was, it was awesome, man. And, you know, you were there. We had, we had a, we had a, we had a pretty bitching time. <laughs> yeah, it, it was incredible. And you know, I, I would always, um, I would always see red dirt and I was always jealous cause I, I wanted to go and it just, it never worked out. The dates just never worked out for me. I moved to California in 2017 and uh, I would see a bunch of my friends out there and pictures and hear podcasts about, you know, the event and how awesome it was. And, uh, I'm like, man, one of these days I'll get out there, but, uh, I guess I don't ever have to go out there. Uh, cause now <laughs> we have Troubadour Fest, right? So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's red dirt still exists and, you know, it was, uh, uh, a separation that, um, you know, wasn't, wasn't asked for, but it was, uh, a transition. I look back now, you know, thankful it's, it's put me in a position to where, you know, all these decisions, whether it's monetary decisions or logistical decisions or, you know, operational decisions, you know, they're made between two people now. And it's, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's my best friend and I, and, and our families who, who, uh, who make up, you know, an actual small family business. And I never thought I would really be a part of that, you know, working in the corporate world since I was basically 17 years old, but, you know, looking at it now and being able to see what we can accomplish and, and, you know, seeing what, uh, we didn't Salina come to life, you know, you know, I'm, I guess I, I'm not going to be thankful I lost my job and, and all of that, but it, it has shown me that there are greater opportunities beyond what is necessarily in front of your face. You just have to, you know, you have to look for it. You have to work hard. You have to, uh, you know, trust, uh, great people around you and. Yeah. All right. So, you know what, let's, let's go back a little bit. For me, it was so impressive to walk to an event like that. And I've been to plenty of events and music festivals and whatnot. And I'm like, man, this is just incredible. It's, it's, I've never known anybody that could put on a show like that. And so uh, it's just, it's just so crazy, but let, let's kind of get an idea of, of how you started. Right. So you were basically, I mean, UT Tyler in journal, you got a, a degree in journalism and history and you were a sports writer, right? Yeah. Uh, not well, only do I have uh, the two most useless degrees one can probably get these days. Uh, <laughs> I, I still remember Time Magazine years ago had like the the you know top fifty most useless college degrees, and journalism was one, and and history was two. So, and that's my major, my minor. So, uh, <laughs> but I grew up wanting to be a sports writer. I, I loved, I love, and still love to write. You know, to this day when I get a chance and. Um, I started as the sports editor in my hometown when I was 14, and I started at the Daily Newspaper in Tyler when I was 17, and um, wow. I went to Oklahoma City after I graduated from college, and then I came back from um, Oklahoma City to, to work in Tyler again in, in, in 2009, and, uh, you know, and that's all I ever wanted to be was a, was a sports writer, and, and 
you know, it got to the point to where, you know, newspapers were undergoing a huge transition thanks to something called the internet. And, uh, I, I found a job with, uh, uh, my old company doing some marketing and content work with, with radio stations and Tyler. And I got the job there and, you know, I spent almost a decade with that company. And along the way, I, you know, it wasn't my job to do events. Um, but you know, with, I had been a fan of Texas barbecue for a long time and like to travel and try new spots and things like that. And, uh, I had attended, you know, Texas Monthly's barbecue festival several times. And, um, my boss at the time was also a, a massive barbecue fan. So that's all we ever really talked about. And <laughs> one day, Hey, let's take this concept that Texas Monthly had with, you know, all the barbecue restaurants coming and sampling their food and all that stuff. And I said, but let's, we run radio stations. So, uh, you know, he was all about it and some executives, uh, we took the idea to, and they told me no, uh, several times before, uh, they finally gave in to my annoying ass and, uh, you know, <laughs> let me get a shot. And it, it created a, a concept that, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud to proud to have, and it's, uh, it's, I can't imagine doing anything else quite honestly. Jeez. So it was just a natural shift. Were you that guy in high school that was throwing a bunch of parties? <laughs> uh, no, man. I was kind of the nerd, dude. I was, uh, uh, you know, I was, I was always around sports. I played baseball growing up. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I got older, you know, I, I kind of fell behind the, the evolution train with my friends. So, and, you know, as soon as I, uh, you know, got to be about a sophomore, or junior in high school. It, I, you know, had to get a job and and build and all that stuff. So, you know, it was really just work after that. But I, you know, always loved being around sports, and and um, so that's where the the writing aspect came into. Uh, not much of a party, you know. That came, uh, that really kind of dove in at at, at college, <laughs> my G, <laughs> as my GPA would probably reflect. But, uh, uh, but uh, you know, over time and being around and then getting, you know, transitioning from the the sports scene to the music scene, uh, you know, really kind of, uh, you know, thrust me forward into that, into that life and, and, and being around a whole group of, of new people. I've, I've been around athletes and celebrities, you know, most of my, most of my life. And, uh, you know, then you take on the music world and, uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a whole different beast, but I absolutely love it. What what was your, um, first event like? So the very first Red Dirt was May 2nd, 2014. No, May 3rd, 2014. Uh, right in downtown Tyler, which is about 100 feet below me right now. Uh, we had uh, 14 restaurants that came from, from all over the state. We were, we were trying to have 15, and, and one couldn't make it the last minute. And then uh, we had uh, Randy Rogers. Uh, Green River Ordinance and a local band um, called the Bigsby's that played, and we took up a, a smaller footprint uh, downtown than than it does now. Um, but we had a little over four thousand people that came, and uh, you know it sold out. You know that week of the show, and uh, you know it was it was very evident that um, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. But uh, you know we we threw it together. Uh, you know as as best we knew how for the first year and. It didn't lose money, so the, the the corporate bosses, you know, approved of that, and and it just be, kind of became a a yearly thing that we just continued to learn, um, you know, from mistakes or you know certain decisions, and it just you know kept growing over time. And that first year, I just remember, 
uh, going going on stage with a, a former coworker, and uh, right before Randy Rogers, uh, you know, came on as as the headliner, and kind of looked into the crowd, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is this is really cool. We should we should do this more often." So, um, <laughs> and just having that, and and you know, bringing guys and and to the same place was was just really cool to see. And you know, I tell people all the time that you know I, I love music. You know, it feeds my soul and, um, you know, I love going to shows and sit, you know, but, but the real rock stars of, of these events are these Texas barbecue restaurants, because, you know, I, I know, I know some artists and some I consider friends, but, you know, there's so many people in Texas barbecue that I consider more than friends and, and family and, um, that have really, you know, have really been, uh, uh, huge, huge influences in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Man, I, I get nervous putting on a, a little party at my house for a UFC event to, <laughs> to see, if I, am I going to have enough food? Are people going to show up? Uh, yeah. is, I mean, is it nerve-wracking to, to go through something like this? Absolutely. I, I still remember the first Red Dirt I did. I, I never slept. I had, I'm not one to really remember my dreams, but I, I had constant, constant nightmares people not showing up or, or, you know, it just being a total disaster. And, you know, this, this is before, uh, you know, the whole fire festival became a thing. And, but Mm -hmm. I just, I just remember, I always remember one dream specifically is we were, for some reason, we were doing the show in a, in an old high school gymnasium. Um, and like only like four barbecue restaurants showed up, no bands and all the people came and they were just completely pissed off. (laughs) And I remember waking up like in a in a sweat, like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I was like, this is going to be a disaster, and, and that doesn't really go away, you know. As as many times as you do it, and um, you know, it became more prevalent in uh, uh, this year. You know, it had been over two years since I had, you know, I'd put on an event, and you know, and, and luckily uh, I surround myself with a lot of great people who who uh, who make it happen, and the. The anxiety never really, never really leaves. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, you know, a couple of buddies this year have asked me to help them throw a little, you know, little barbecue uh, festivals and or little get togethers at their at their place. Mm-hmm. Obviously, very, very small. Um, and Brett Fest was one of them. And then uh, Danny over at Heritage up here in California. And uh I mean, all I was responsible for was helping coordinate the barbecue guys and and all of that. And man, I was so stressed, and I had put so much like time. I'm like, man, I I can't even imagine what you're going through with all uh, of this and the magnitude of your events. Jeez. I mean, Brett Fest was no small feat, man. That was awesome. That was a lot of uh, you know, that was a lot of big folks and barbecue and uh, you know, in one place and. Uh, you know, even when I talked to Brett about it, I was like, how the hell are you going to fit that many out there? He's like, oh, we've got it, man. We'll figure it out. And he's like, I got there and it, y'all figured it out. It was cool. You know? So, uh, yeah, that was, was, that was a fun day. (laughs) Yeah. Working, work, working with somebody that's the, I will figure it out mentality is stressful, man. (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was fantastic. I loved it. It was a great time. And I'm glad you came out and enjoyed it with us. Obviously, you have to have a team to accomplish something like this. It doesn't. It seems like everything went went on without a hitch. 
You made it look so smooth and easy. Talk to us about, you know, what's going on in the background? How big is your team? Um, can you give us a little bit of uh, insight into that? Yeah. Um, you know, for, for Salina, you know, we, we took over the property on Monday. So, you know, basically, I guess, four or five days, six days before the event. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we team up with um, a great um, couple from, from Austin who run an event production business. And, and they basically help coordinate a lot of the logistical things, a lot of the behind the scenes things that the consumer doesn't really think about, you know, whether it's uh, fence measurements and dealing with third party vendors and, you know, porta johns and a lot of the, you know, a lot of things that just there and they don't really think about it. They're just expected to be there, but you know, they are, they are basically my saviors uh, constantly. And they, uh, you know, they're the kind of the driving force with that, but then there, you know, so many other people that, you know, I worked with for the first time or for many years in terms of, of, uh, you know, production, you know, stage and sound and lighting. And then, you know, a, a very good friend um, on the sponsorship side and, uh, you know, and, you know, then you have the artists and working with them and, uh, you know, it's just a, a, a big team of people. And also, especially in Salina was, um, you know, people with the city themselves that were just amazing to work with and that have been so supportive throughout this entire uh, process because, you know, it was it was it was evident, you know, when he got there. But on Tuesday and Wednesday that week, it rained and it rained nonstop, oh, uh, you know, which. Um, but what was supposed to be like half an inch over those two days ended up being like over two inches over those days. And we're on, you know, we're on city property, basically soccer fields. And, you know, we're like, oh, my God, what is going to happen? Like, this is so much water. And, you know, Wednesday and Thursday morning, you know, the parks director, who's become a, a good friend of, of everybody involved, you know, had had him and his staff out there like just like digging holes and pumping water and, and rolling the ground and, you know, doing, you know, squeegeeing water off the fields. And, you know, cause we've got, at this point, we've got fencing up, we've got tents up, uh, you know, our stage is coming in Thursday morning and, you know, it's on a semi, so it's obviously very heavy. Um, and then, you know, Friday's coming where we're going to have, you know, pits rolling in that are not light, you know, they're huge. Um, you know, and then you got, especially you got the ones that are just, you know, gonna have absolute monstrosities behind their trucks, a la meat church, Matt Pittman, uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah. they, you know, they come in, they come in on Friday and it just absolutely shreds the ground, you know, with those heavy, you know, those heavy pits and stuff. And, uh, you know, you got trucks coming in, you know, dropping products and, you know, we're building decor and, uh, you know, we look at it, you know, Thursday and Friday, and we're like, Oh my God, people are going to break their ankles all over this, all over this ground. Um, but uh, Cody Webb with the city of Salina, and he's like, Saturday morning, man, we're going to make this look great. We're going to, they had rollers out there all morning for hours, just going over and over and over, um, you know, because you could still feel on Saturday where areas were still soft, of course, and, uh, you know, not completely flat and hard. But, you know, if we were throwing a regular pasture party, we'd have been flooded out. But, you know, so much, you know, went into that that week and just to, just to get it show ready. And, but, you know, a whole, whole group of people that uh, really worked well together to, to, to get a good show going. Jeez. 
I was going to ask about some of the challenges that you had to overcome, but I, I didn't realize that it had it had rained that much uh, a couple yeah. of days before. I, I would have been a nervous wreck. Uh, I mean, overall, but geez, with the rain like that, it's uh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's everybody it's everybody's nightmare. But at the same time, I I learned you know over the years that what's going to happen happens, and your your job is an event promoter or whatever you want to call us, you know, mm-hmm. our, our job is basically be a fire extinguisher. You know, that's what our main job is, is just to put out fires as they come because it's going to happen. So, you know, mm-hmm. you ha- I, had to, I had to learn over time, you know, in a previous life, I probably would have freaked out a lot worse, but, you know, just go with the flow, you know, and do what you know how to do to make it, make it happen and make adjustments as you need to. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to, it's going to work out in the end. And if not, that's what you have insurance for. So, <laughs> it's just, just very very expensive insurance so oh man yeah that's another thing that you know us as the party goers we don't even think about that you know we just yeah. show up and just you know just have a ball and it, it was incredible if you could go back to what was it 2014 what would you tell yourself when you were just starting out everything costs a lot more than you think it does <laughs> for sure. I, I remember the, our first year we had we'd kind of set a budget for, uh, you know, what we what we thought the event was going to cost and things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially on the on the artist front, uh, things were a lot more expensive than than we had anticipated. But, um, you know, that but at the same time, you know, that's something that you know, is has never changed. Things are always going to be more expensive every year. And especially now, you know, post pandemic where prices on everything is just outrageous. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely tell myself that, uh, for sure. Other than that, you know, it's, uh, carry a very large fire extinguisher with yourself, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's, you've learned something with every, every single event that's gone on. So this one absolutely looked like it just so professional and just, you see the medics on the side, you see security, you see the fencing, you see like, oh, and then in the middle, you had the axe throwing and you had yeah. vendors and beer and God, it was just really cool. We, we sold some beer that day. That's for sure. That's what I, I, I love about us Texans, man. We, we can, we can throw it down, but the, <laughs> the fun part is, is that we get to do it more than once in 2022 and we're, we're really excited about it. So heck yeah, well, definitely, yeah. uh. Definitely like to hear about those events. Um, can you tell us, I mean, I don't know if you're comfortable with talking about it. Can you tell us about the picture that travels with you and that's on stage? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I, I start with the, what I tell people is that I, when I was younger, I used to absolutely hate country music. Um, I was I was a rock and roll kid and, you know, I grew up in the 90s and, and, you know, and I, I learned a lot of my love for, for classic rock and grunge from um, my dad and my, my older brother. And, um, you know, as time went on and my brother got into, you know, after high school, going into college and he went to school at North Texas and um, he would he would share music with with my dad and I. And it was it was these like Texas country and red dirt artists, you know, and I'm to the point where I'm like. I'm at the end of, you know, into high school, 16, 17, 18 years old. And he'd send me these artists like Pat Green and Randy Rogers, Stoney LaRue, Jason Boland. And, 
I would always be like, man, I just, I just don't like it. I just don't get what you like so much about this music. It's just not my thing. And, you know, as much as he would try, I would just not really get into it, you know? And, uh, and then it was late 2000, like probably 2008, 2009. Um, you know, I, I would always eat at Stanley's uh, famous pit barbecue and Tyler and, you know, this was back when Stanley's was only open for lunch. It was a real small joint, you know, only seating inside. Um, small patio outside. And every now and then, uh, Nick Pence, the owner, would would have live music, like on some random Saturdays. And and I remember going one Saturday, and this band called Uncle Lucius was playing. And I was like, man, these guys are actually really, really freaking good. You know, and as the years went by, and I, I would kind of, I would listen to it more. It's still still kind of more on the rock side of things as far as like mm-hmm. the Texas country red dirt stuff. But, um, and then I got my job with, with my old company and, uh, you know, and, and they are, the Tyler market has, um, a Texas country radio show hosted by a guy named buddy Logan. And, um, you know, and as I started working there starting 2012, I, you know, I, I had, I had started to appreciate the music more over the years, but, you know, then it kind of, I really dove into it um, more because we played the music so much and I started reading more about it and things like that. So I would have these conversations more with other about the music and, you know, he had no problem telling me that he was the first one to try to show it all to me and, uh, <laughs> you know, and he'd give me shit about it, but uh, just absolutely just fell in love with it. You know, it would, you know, it would be a random Wednesday night where I'd go see a band called the Turnpike Troubadours and Tyler at a small club or, Jeez. Or you know, go see Uncle Lucius at Stanley's, or you know, go see Randy Rogers Band, or whatever. All the, a lot of these guys that my brother had seen at a uh, a place called Rick's on the Square on Thursdays in downtown Tyler, you know, with twenty other people, um, you know, in his heyday, and uh, you know, so just fell in love with the music, and uh, you know, it it really created a, a big bonding point with with my brother and I, and um, you know, then we started Red Dirt, and you know, he never missed one, and He'd always, you know, talk to me about, you know, about who to book and who he wanted to see or who I, you know, who we thought about booking and all that stuff. And, um, <laughs> and he ended up, he ended up passing away, uh, in November of 2017. Uh, so that was, it was a week before his birthday and brother's about seven years older than me. So, uh, after that, you know, I, uh, I take my brother's picture at every show that I do. So, uh, I take it on stage and write him a note for that day. And, and that's just a, a promise I made to him and, and our mom and uh, just to just to really, you know, put him front and center, uh, you know, at, at absolutely every show that we'll ever do. And, and he'll, he'll never miss one. Man, that's awesome. That's I'm getting chills just hearing <laughs> the story. I, I had never heard it before. So thanks for sharing that. That's yeah, that's it just shows the passion that you have. And and um, yeah, it's, it's awesome to have your brother there, too. You know, I. I grew up in the same era, man. I was in the nineties and I'm, you know, I'm from Abilene, West Texas, and we grew up with country music and went to school at, at, at Texas tech and Lubbock and, and uh, then moved to San Angelo. I was in San Angelo. I remember uh, I went to a little bar in San Angelo and uh, a guy named Pat green was playing there. And I think they had like dollar pitchers and I was standing right in front of Pat green you know, there wasn't a stage. He was just on the little corner, and I had two pitchers of beer in my hands, just yeah. having a ball. You know? Yeah, crazy. It, it's really crazy to see, you know, how far those guys have come and and where they started. You know, and um, you know, my brother's favorite was always 
Jason Bolin, you know, to this, you know, to his last day, Jason Bolin was his absolute favorite. And, you know, after Red Dirt 2019, um, you know, I was, I, I went into to booking for 2020 and, and, uh, you know, I, I, it finally matched up to where I was able to book, uh, to book Jason on, on the Red Dirt lineup and it never really matched up before. And uh, I always hated that my brother never got to see Jason play at, at Red Dirt. I mean, he saw him play hundreds of other times, but, but, you know, not, not having him at Red, not being able for him to see him at Red Dirt was, was tough. And then I finally booked him and then, you know, then the world ended and, you know, lost my job and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, and that was also the same year I had booked my cousin, uh, Chris Colston, uh, to open show. So, you know, we had family on stage and Jason Bolin and didn't, didn't get to, to see it happen, which, which stung, but you know, that just means that, you know, since we're doing more than one Troubadour festival, we'll have plenty of opportunities to get, you know, to get those guys on stage with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's that much more special. And I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure he was there. I know you had his picture there, so that's, um, that's pretty awesome. Great story, man. Um, yeah, thanks. Let's, let's go back a little bit to your inaugural show. First of all, congratulations, man. That's, you know, thanks, for Steve. that, for that to be your first one, you know, so, I hear podcasts and I talk to, or I have shows where I talk to people and everyone talks about how was your first brisket? You know, it's like, Oh, it was terrible. And sometimes it's like, Oh man, it was incredible. You know, my first brisket was awesome. And like, this is your first show like on your own as the owner. And for you to come out with a bang like this, it's gotta feel good. Yeah, man, it was, it was really humbling. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was cool to see. And I had, I'd really, you know, kept it together, you know, throughout the whole day. Just, you know, when there's so much going on, you don't really have time to to stop and think about it. And and then as the as the day goes on, and you know, day turns to night, things start to slow down a little bit. And the barbecue parts, you know, done. And uh, you know, you get some of the opening bands have played, and you get the meet and greets done, and things like that. And you finally, get a chance to like, okay, I can I can actually like have a beer and you know, kind of go talk to some people and. Uh, you know, watch some of the music and things like that. And so I started doing that and, um, you know, and then it got to, you know, right before we're, when Pat was, you know, coming on stage to headline. And so I introduced, I introduced Pat and went down to uh, my business partner and we went to um, an area for our presenting sponsor at Ratliff Hardscape. And so he and I, and uh, the, our, our sponsor at, at Ratliff, we all, I took, I took three bottles of champagne and uh, went and, told him thank you and gave my gave my buddy a hug and you know we just we let champagne fly man it, it was just a i've got a video of it, it just we just showered each other and uh cody my business partner gave me a hug and and we loved each other and, he, and then he just poured the rest of the bottle on my head and uh so we, <laughs> we we had a we had a really cool moment there and you know i turned around and uh just watching the music for a minute and man i just I just fucking lost it. Just absolutely just, you know, cried like a baby. And That's awesome. my, uh, my fiance, we get married in June. She came up to me and, and she said, you happy? And all I could say was, yeah, I'm happy. So we, uh, we had a, we had a really good, we had a good moment and, you know, it's, you know, you talk about like doing your first brisket and, you know, maybe it's edible, maybe it's not. And, you know, I look back at the first red dirt and it was, it was a great time and and I would definitely consider it a success, you know, but you know, the way that, uh, you know, things have evolved since then has, has really been night and day, 
you know, to what we started, what I started doing and what we're able to do now. And also, you know, being a sports writer, it got to the point where I, you know, I couldn't really keep up on the athletic side of things. So I did the next best thing and just wrote about it and covered it. And then I definitely don't have the ability or the insanity to open a barbecue restaurant. So I was like, well, I'll just do the next best thing and just put on an event for barbecues. So, you know, <laughs> not going to be exactly on the front lines, but I'll, I'll do my best to support it in whatever way I can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got the best job, man. You, you, you throw a party, you invite your favorite barbecue joints, you invite your favorite bands. Like, who do I want to listen to on stage? <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's surreal to me, but uh, it's its so cool, man. So what what's the plan for Double Tap Entertainment? What are your goals yeah. and vision? You know, it, right now our, our goal is to, you know, go into 2022 and, and we're doing three Troubadour festivals. Um, so our you know, the nice. reason why I call it Troubadour Festival is is a few things. You know, the a Troubadour, you know, the original Troubadour, was call him like a, a traveling poet, you know, mm-hmm. singer, songwriter, whatever, you know, back in Western Europe in the in the old days. And, and of course, now you have, um, you know, George Strait saying you know, in the 80s. And um, and then you have the Turnpike Troubadours, you know, who were who were my favorite band. And, um, and they're and, back. And they're back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, awesome. Had their their had their hiatus and and they're back so it's kind of a, a tribute to all of it but the point being is that the festival is a traveling uh, barbecue festival in the sense that it's staying in the same locations that that it's in so we're definitely going back to Salina next year but we're doing two more and we're probably looking at um, you know probably late February early March and we're just gonna you know come out and just we're gonna announce three dates three locations um, for the year and. You know, and after that, we're gonna we're gonna kind of treat it the same way we did the one in Salina. We're just gonna un- unveil, you know, what hopefully will be a a, a really another really big barbecue lineup and great music, and and take it to different parts of the state. We can showcase, you know, the best in certain areas of barbecue, but also, you know, bring this event to parts of the state that you know we think are will really uh, uh, the concept. You know, maybe that's outside of your normal mega cities you know there's there's a concert every day in in dallas fort worth or you know or festival or whatever during the year and uh we looked at salina as a as a good opportunity to bring a new concept event to an area that's you know rapidly growing and uh you know so we want to kind of replicate that not only salina again in 2022 but also two other locations in texas that is great to hear so if the barbecue if, if all our friends in barbecue will put up with me three times a year then then we will definitely uh, do our best to to throw a to throw a similarly cool event uh, that many times. So I, I just yeah, the sooner you can get me the dates, the better, because I just got to convince my wife to let me let me go. I, I have enough points on my Southwest Airlines. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, there I, I tell you, man, it was worth every penny for me to fly up and, and enjoy this festival. So many of my great friends and barbecue and and uh, you know the music, just everything was was top notch, first class, and and uh, absolutely loved it. So anytime I can I can get out there, I'm definitely going to be out there supporting you and and your uh, your partner and your adventures. Um, any opportunity or I know we kind of have talked about it in the past. 
would this ever you ever consider doing something like this out in California or uh you know I, I never say I never say never man uh, <laughs> I'm know, happy to help man I'm happy to help let's get this thing going heck yeah you know I always you know and I people ask me you know quite a bit and they say you know what do you, what do you, what do you think about doing this or doing that and the, you know I always say I, you know I'm never I'm always open to talking about anything for sure mm-hmm. you know we uh uh you know, being on your own kind of gives you free reign to kind of take on as little or as much as, as your, <laughs> as your body can handle most part. Of, but, um, you know, I, I loved what you guys did out at Heritage and, and, you know, bringing some Texas guys up there. And, um, you know, I think, I think definitely, you know, y'all have built a great concept with that, you know, adding, mm-hmm. you know, adding some more, throwing in some music or, you know, things like that. Definitely worth, uh, definitely worth looking into. Yeah, we we have a date, August 14th, for the next one. That'll be uh, year two for uh, Heritage Barbecue. And, uh, yeah, we're already starting to kind of work on that, kind of have emails getting ready to go out and whatnot. So, yeah, we're excited. We're excited to do that. So, we're again, we're on an obviously much smaller scale, but having someone like you to just look up to and to, to chat with and is great for us so yeah hopefully one of these days you know you can you can for sure we want to have you come out on august 14th but um beyond that i mean we would we would love for you to be a a big part of of coming out here and maybe throwing a big festival like this that 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 would be kind of my ultimate goal and like you know i just want texas barbecue to grow so much out here and there's so many fans of uh texas overall not not just the barbecue, but the music and everything. So, Heck yeah. yeah, man, one of these that's days, good. man. I'm I'm down with it, and that's uh that's awesome because I've never even been to California. So, yeah, we're we're gonna yeah. change that, man. We'll definitely have you down. Um, Absolutely. Yes, sir. I can't tell you the dates and locations. So we're doing a June 4th in Georgetown, and then uh, we're we're back in Tyler uh, September 10th, and then Salina October 15th. Beautiful, beautiful. I will, uh, I'll definitely make plans to come out. Uh, I did mean to congratulate you. I know you mentioned it earlier, 6-18-22 in Peekskill, New York is going to be a huge day for you. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be fun marrying a, a New York girl. Uh, so we're, uh, we're excited. And that's, she was, uh, she was thrilled when I told her we were doing Georgetown June 4th you know, exactly two weeks before our wedding. So <laughs> she was, she's like, you, you are a certified nut job, dude. So uh, <laughs> I was like, well, everything will be, at least be planned for the wedding, you know, for the most part by then. So we should be, should be ready to go. Just a little busy. She's been a trooper, huh? She's been by yeah. your side, helping you with all of this. That's a good way of putting it. I would say dealing with my bullshit, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, but uh, uh, she's, She's great. So we actually, so I have an office in downtown Tyler, um, right above where Red Dirt happens and, and where we're going to do our Tyler show. And uh, she works right down the road. The next month we're actually here down. So uh, we'll be in, we'll kind of be in one central spot in my favorite part of uh, my hometown. So it's 2022 shaping up to be pretty good. Hopefully it, it's. That's great, man. All right. So one question I like to ask all of my guests, before we uh, finish here, is uh, tell us something about yourself that most people don't know. 
I know we covered a lot of things here, but maybe an interesting hobby, life event. You know, I, I used mine by saying uh, I used to hate country music. People never believe me. Uh, <laughs> man, let me think. Let me think. Actually, I have a I have a pretty good one as far as I guess like barbecue is concerned. Uh, yeah, it's you know it's uh, I guess probably pretty shocking to most Texans, I guess, but. I actually do prefer I prefer pork over beef myself. So what? Uh, yeah, at least like I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love brisket. I love brisket. it's not like like a, a whatever you know like a I don't like it at all. I love it. I absolutely love it. But it's like yeah, you know. But when it comes to like you know St. Louis ribs or pork belly or like Dane Weaver's bacon brisket, like give me that all all day, man. Like I love it. Um, like. <laughs> Or like you know, just like pork belly burn ins. You know, I eat those like like popcorn, dude. Like it's just uh, again, it's not like I don't I don't hate brisket. I love it. I absolutely do. Like Frank Aaron Franklin's brisket in 2011 changed my life. Um, but you know, I guess if I if I had to pick one, I guess that would probably be it. Wow, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm I'm definitely a beef guy myself, but uh, yeah, nothing wrong with the little little pig. You know? Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, you know, and I actually like Memorial Day weekend this year, um, you know, Matt Pitt with Meat Church uh, brought in Michael Letchworth from Sam Jones Barbecue in North Carolina. And they did a, yeah. a whole a whole hog in his backyard, you know, and it I was just like just completely blown away, you know. So but I also like like when it comes to, like a sauce wise, like I, I'm a vinegar guy, like I, I like the more vinegar style sauces or mustard sauces, things like that. So, uh-huh. you know, like just that that whole area of barbecue right there is is i just love it 10 years ago i probably i would have never said this but you know over time uh you know it's i guess my taste buds have kind of changed a little bit (laughs) that's interesting definitely uh definitely good to share that's uh that's something interesting well thanks thanks again chase so um just to let people know uh the website is troubadourfestival.com there's a really cool video on there, by the way. Um, it's kind of a little, little recap of the show. Uh, it shows that introduction for uh, for Pat Green, which was great, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, uh, I I warned my mother that that day. I said, "Mom, you're gonna I'm gonna say a bad <laughs> word on stage. Just uh, just be prepared." But just I also I walked around a lot of the day with uh, a Pat F and green shirt on anyway. So I think people probably saw it coming. So <laughs> there you go. And uh, other social media is at Troubadour fest. Yeah. Uh, okay. So follow these guys, follow chase and man, thanks again. Appreciate your time and uh, look forward to seeing you in 2022, buddy. Heck yeah, man. Thanks brother. I appreciate it. You bet. Man. Thanks for tuning in to the iCrush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please let us know by leaving us a five-star rating on your favorite listening app. Subscribe to get all of the past and future shows and share with your friends. Remember, you can find us on any social media platform at Show, Or you can shoot me an email at Show at gmail.com don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks we'd love to see what you're crushing until next time keep crushing that cube